If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money right from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm and get started today. Welcome to the NASCAR Live Chat with Ham. If you don't know me, my name is David Ham. I'm a 25-year uh, NASCAR engine builder, recently retired, 7-year jackman, owner of Hamscapes Landscaping and Equipment Repair and Restorations Company, and also a uh, country ham jam on 92.9 and 550 WAME radio every Monday night. And also on Thursdays and Fridays, we do the uh, the Drive at 5 show with the Chillbillies on WAME radio. Uh, we're going to go over today the finishing order from the NASCAR race, uh, and we're going to do lap-by-lap, playoff standings, NASCAR news, Martinsville track facts, which is the upcoming race, uh, be coming up this weekend, and we're going to do some ideas for the NASCAR live uh, chat with him for 2020. And also, subscribe to my channel to join with the chats every Monday evening at 7.30 p.m. And uh, th- hello to everybody. Uh, I'll be watching this as my premiere this evening at 7.30 just as you will be, and I will watch it uh, and comment and all that good stuff with my friends. And thank you so much for tuning in, and let's roll right into it. Uh, we had the Hollywood, Hollywood Casinos 400 at Kansas Speedway. That was the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race that was run yesterday, which would have been October the 20th, 2019. And as you know, Denny Hamlin won the race. And that's not good news for our Ford fans, that's for sure. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Hopefully the Fords are going to bounce back soon. Uh, but we had four Toyotas in the top ten, and we had four Chevys and only two Fords this time. And this was at Kansas Speedway. Uh, Denny Hamlin won, Chase Elliott second, Kyle Busch third, Kurt Busch fourth, William Byron, Martin Truex, Eric Jones, Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick, and Jimmy Johnson rounding out the top ten. And let's see, the first stage winner was Joey Logano, who was looking pretty strong there for a while. Uh, Denny Hamlin was the second stage winner, and then obviously the race winner. So the lap-by-lap was, first up we had Daniel Daniel Hemrick on the pole, so he started first. Uh, David Reagan started second, you know, a good start for David Reagan. Uh, And also worth noting on this was all three of the Hendrick cars uh, were below the cut line. Uh, there's a possibility to be eliminated. So let's see if they got eliminated. I'll do the uh, playoff rundown here shortly. So let's see. On lap six, we had Kyle Larson taking the lead. So there was three lead changes and ten laps between Daniel Hamrick, Kyle Larson, and Brad Keselowski uh, right there in the very beginning of the race in the first ten laps. Uh, by lap 24, Joey, Joey uh, Logano radioed, and he said he started to get a little bit of a vibration in the right front. And then he ended up pitting by lap 32 under green. Uh, lap 38, Joey has, he fell below the cutoff line, so he's running 33rd with two laps down at the time. Uh, and then we have Ryan Newman hitting the wall on lap 75. Uh, so that by lap 78, it's Ryan Blaney, Clint Boyer, and Joey Logano in the top three. Uh, Joey Logano won stage one. Lap 87, Chase Elliott is leading the race. 
Uh, lap uh, 79, Joey Logano wins stage one. Oh, I said that already. Sorry about that. Uh, lap 95, Martin Truex leads. And 119, Kyle Larson gets a penalty for an uncontrolled tire. And Kyle Busch gets a penalty for too many men over the wall, which we've seen that penalty many times this year. Even if a crew member hangs over the wall, puts his hand on the pit, pit uh, lane, it counts as another crew member. Uh, by lap 125, the new leader was Denny Hamlin. Lap 158, Brad Keselowski is the last driver above the cut line with three points to the good. Uh, it's too bad he didn't stay there. We'll find that out soon. Uh, Denny Hamlin wins stage two. By lap 164, Hamlin and Truex have clinched a spot thanks to the stage finishes, finishes of course. Lap 164, Hamlin has the lead after the green flag pit stops. Sorry, I'm all tongue-tied today for some reason. I think it was just a really busy weekend. We had a balloon festival out in Statesville, North Carolina, and that's the largest balloon rally east of uh, Mississippi, and it's the second largest in the country, I think, behind Albuquerque, who was probably about five times larger, five or six, something like that. They have a crazy amount of balloons out there. But I think we ended up having close to 60 balloons. Uh, but it was a good time. Great great people, great music. We had Daryl Harwood. We had Bing Futch. Uh, Albanock, and then we had a uh, Eagles tribute band called On the Border, and of course some of our local music musicians that were out there, Stephen Winger and uh, Holt Up, you know, some of my friends uh, playing on the second stage there, and uh, it was a great time. So if you ever get a chance to come to Statesville, go to the Balloon Fest. It is a must. I know uh, Tom's come down and gone to it before. Tom Robinson. Speaking of Tom Robinson, how about that? Representing there, my brother. Um, so, let's see, lap 195, Brad is in 19th, and Chase is in 7th. So, they were, apparently, they were pretty close to being tied at that point. So, 39 laps to go, 3 points separate Brad and Chase. 6 laps to go, Brad and Chase are tied, meaning Elliot would advance at that point. So, 1, one to go, and a caution flies. Uh, there was a wreck as the 2 bumps into 41 and, of Suarez and catches the 8 of Hemrick. Uh, they were racing like four wide right there at the restart, and um, and then they just ended up. Uh, so, yeah, basically what happened was the four, the th and then the three comes down. He's back behind the wreck. He comes down on Joey and runs him into the grass. So I'm like, what the heck? But you know what? Joey did a like a 360 spin right there in the grass, and then he straightened it back out. And, that, I mean, that was a great recovery by Joey. You know, that's one of the things, too, I love about this new package. If you're going to be positive about it, <coughs> excuse me. One of the things is how big that rear spoiler is. These cars can bump. They can bump into each other and straighten themselves back out. So, you know, with that big spoiler hanging out the back, <coughs> it makes a big difference. All right, so, uh, and you all saw how the end of the race ended up with uh, Denny Hamlin winning the race. Uh, so that's the way that went. And I know that Rachel wasn't real happy with this because that meant that her driver was not going to move on. And we'll mention that in a few minutes. But first, uh, Eric Jones had a fine for an unsecured lug nut. Uh, Kurt Busch car is going to the R&D, NASCAR's R&D, over in uh, Harrisburg. So the Truex car passed on the third try in tech. His car chief was ejected after the second try. And uh, uh, he loses 15 minutes of practice at Martinsville. Uh, that's for Truex. And we'll get his uh, to start where he qualifies. Failed uh, bodies on the first time and rear toe on the second time. 
Uh, let's see, Harvick's car passed on a second time through, pushing the car to the garage. The team realized the weight on the drive shaft was hitting the drive shaft tunnel. Guys, how does this happen? So they wanted to fix it before qualifying. In order to do that, they had to fail themselves. So the car chief was ejected, and they lose 15 minutes of practice at Martinsville. So here's the playoff standings after this shakeup of the points. Uh, you know, that was the last race of the two have the 12 drivers and now we're uh, narrowed down to eight drivers but those advancing to the round of eight and i'll tell you that uh there's there's three fords three toyotas and two chevys and uh kyle bush is on first in the points playoff standings and martin truex second junior uh denny hamlin third joey logano fourth kevin harvick uh chase elliott and Kyle Larson in seventh, and Ryan Blaney is now in eighth. So, you know, if you want to count, let's see, the bottom four, there would be Kevin Harvick in fifth, Chase Elliott sixth, Kyle Larson, and Ryan Blaney rounding out the top eight. So uh, eliminated from going into the into the round eight are the uh, Brad Kozlowski, Alex Bowman, William Byron, and Clint Boyer. So two Fords and two Chevys got eliminated for this round. Uh, that's a shame. I mean, we had a good shot with the five Fords up there, but now we're down to three. Let me make sure I'm telling you. Yeah, three. So three Toyotas, three Fords, and only two Chevys. There was a little bit of some stuff going on there with one of the cautions that came out, and um, apparently it was into the favor of the Chevrolets. So, you know, you've seen that in the past, and that's kind of what happens with NASCAR. So another news, we have NASCAR is in the last stages of signing GEICO, as a premier's partner for its new Cup Series sponsorship model. Um, I have a question about that. Does that mean we're going to see the Lizard instead of the Monster Girls? I guess so. Huh? Uh, it will be the first time NASCAR hasn't had a title sponsor since 1971 with R.J. Reynolds. The old Winston Cup. <clears throat> I kind of miss that, you know, because that, that was always the big thing. The old Winston Cup was around forever. Um, so there's a lot of things that happened this week. The JTG 47 hauler caught fire Thursday in Illinois. Um, the fire started in the rear axle and quickly spread throughout the trailer. The trailer was unhooked, and it appears to be uh, to there that no injuries sustained at this time. Uh, let's see, the college racing number 10 hauler was involved in an accident in North Carolina Wednesday. The driver and co-driver received serious but not non-life-threatening injuries. Both drivers have been released from the hospital as of Thursday. Uh, the for former Gander out Outdoor Truck Series owner, Lonnie Troxell, passed away. Uh, he owned a truck driven by Wayne Edwards. Um, so that was a pretty sad deal. He, he just, um, I don't know all the specifics, but I just, I remember seeing on Facebook that he disappeared. They were looking for him, and I believe it had something to do with uh, uh, water and a boat and that kind of stuff. Um, at the end of the season, Brian Patty is leaving Rouse Fenway. He is currently Ricky Stenhouse's crew chief. So if any of you guys know where uh, Brian Patty's going, um, I probably could send him a message and ask him what's up. But I'm just kind of curious if it's been anything's been released yet. You know, I hate to ask him and uh, and him not be able to give me a straight up answer. So, all right, Jimmy Johnson says he will decide in the next four to six months if he will retire or continue racing. That's pretty big. We all kind of figured he's probably pretty close to to being uh, to retiring. I would say. Uh, let's see, NASCAR's buyout of ISC was finalized today. Uh, this means that NASCAR can now change the schedules of these tracks around as they see fit. 
And as an added bonus for NASCAR fans, Brian Fence's stocks were completely bought out, meaning he has zero connection to NASCAR from a business and decision-making standpoint. Yes, how about that? That is awesome news for NASCAR. Get him out of there. Thank you very much. I'm sure you all agree with me on that. So NASCAR has taken over 12 tracks, including Daytona and Talladega, Homestead, Auto Club, Chicagoland, uh, Darlington, Phoenix, Martinsville, Michigan, Richmond, Kansas, and uh, <clears throat> Route 66. So there's uh, other eight tracks are Atlanta, Bristol, Charlotte, Kentucky, Las Vegas, New Hampshire, Sonoma, Texas, and that's the other eight tracks. So uh, fans won't notice much immediately, but NASCAR's acquisition and privatization of International Speedway uh, Company will make it easier to do business with a new entitlement sponsor program, uh, potential schedule changes, and to take the business risk without without needing Wall Street's blessing, basically, is what it comes down to. Um, that's the Inter uh, International Speedway Corporation. All right, so as a, on January uh, 28, 2019, it was revealed that Chicagoland, Darlington, Kansas, Martinsville, Michigan, R Richmond, and Phoenix were... Uh, they had removed 78,000 seats, mm. which is not a good sign of the times for the uh, NASCAR races, you know. Uh, we've got to get the fans back in the stands. Okay, so we're going to move on to Martinsville, talk a little bit about Martinsville, and then we're going to get into some of the ideas for 2020. So y'all be thinking about some different things that you would like to see me do for next year uh, with our NASCAR chats. And I'll throw some ideas at you and, and see what y'all uh, think about it. Okay, so Martinsville Track Facts. The first Data 500 is a uh, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series stock car race held at Martinsville Speedway in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I don't know why I said Richmond, I'm sorry. Ridgeway, Virginia. Uh, so Martinsville is only a couple hours from here, hour and a half or so. Uh, not too bad at all. I always enjoy going up there. And um, pretty, pretty neat little paper clip is what they call it, uh, track. And... Uh, I remember being there, and uh, we we were wondering if the race was going to be called because the because of rain, because it was raining kind of throughout the day. And uh, next thing I see, uh, we're just all kind of sitting around, and then I see uh, Earnhardt over there, because the only way you could leave the track was to walk across the track back then. And I see Earnhardt already changed his clothes. He's over there with his leather jacket on, and he's ready to walk out of the across the track. So we were like, okay, let's start putting stuff up. We know the race has been called whenever Earnhardt's on his way out across the track. Uh, it is This race is the uh, number seven of ten races in the playoffs and the first race in the round of eight. So this race has been run every year since 1949, since NASCAR making it. It's the oldest track uh, still run today. The oldest race still run today, yes. So it's been around since the very beginning of 1949. This race has had 13 sponsors that... Um, how about this? I'm going to give you all these little quiz and see if you can answer them. Answer in the comments here, or if you're watching this for the first time, answer it in the comments below. All right, so who is the driver with the most wins at Martinsville? And I'll tell you, a total of nine wins there. And uh, let's see. Driver with the most wins. Um, so there's one, two, three, four. All right, so I have this down here. Well, I'll, I'll come back. Y'all tell me who's the driver with the most wins. 
And then also tell me the team with the most wins. And also the manufacturer with the most wins. And I think I have this information figured out right here. Uh, it's kind of a little bit confusing the way I have it right now, but all right. If I had more harmonica, I'd play it. I want to hear y'all's guesses. All right, while y'all thinking about that, I'm going to go into some of the stuff for uh, NASCAR live chat with him in 2020. And let me know what you think about this. So beginning in 2020, along with the Roval Race Reporter, which I mentioned last week, you know, whenever you, some of you go to the tracks and then you send me the information and I'll include you on here and put your name out there. And we had some people already saying they're going to be going to some of the races. Um, so they can uh, go and do a little interview and then give us the information here and then we'll, we'll put it on with the NASCAR live chat with him. Uh, so we're, at, we're going to add uh, Know Your Race Fan. So each person who is a part of the NASCAR live chat with him will receive a list of 10 questions on Facebook Messenger. So just info so that we can get to know each other as fans without getting too personal, obviously, but, you know, on, on YouTube, that is. But uh, we're just going to do a little, like, a spotlight on, on one of the fans, you know, fans, friends, uh, NASCAR live chat members. Uh, also, we're going to do a NASCAR background, so it'll be a, basically a bio, a bio featuring uh, each week a driver, a car owner, a team, or a his historic person, because, you know, I love the history of NASCAR. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that I'm really uh, passionate about, interested in, uh, loving the, the history of NASCAR. You know, it's like Smoky Unit. When I was in Daytona, and there's a video I have on here where I was actually looking for Smoky Unit, where his best damn garage in town was, you know, and that was... Uh, I just love that stuff, and I had to do it while I was down there. I just really felt this need to go and try to find that. So that's uh, something I want to start doing. And if you have any more ideas on things that you would like to see, put those in the comments below. And uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and hit that like for me, please. Uh, I'll let YouTube know that we would like this video and we'll keep more, doing more just like it. All right, so back to my questions about uh, Martinsville. So who the driver with the most wins... Um, I said the way I, I have these notes typed out, but they're maybe a little bit confusing. But I think that uh, yeah, I guess I can figure this out. Um, I'd say the let's see. All right, what was your guess? It looks like a total race uh, driver with the most wins at Martinsville is Richard Petty with 15 wins. Uh, and then we have second place. We have Daryl Waltrip. Uh, with 11 and then we have Jimmy Johnson with 10 and Jeff Gordon with a total of nine wins at Martinsville um, So that would go to the team with the most wins who uh, ended up being Hendricks and they have a total of 24 wins and The manufacturer with the most wins of course it goes along with the Hendricks would be Chevy with a total of 62 and so last year's race winner was Joey Logano. So when I was in uh, Martinsville in 1998, uh, we were winning the race with Sterling Marlin. And that's the year that uh, Ricky Rudd ended up winning. But he was running really good. We had the best car that day. And it turns out I had actually, uh, I, had, I was working with a head engine builder that year. And we built the engine for Sterling Marlin, and I was doing the dress-out part on it, you know, getting the engine ready to go to the track, 
putting the alternator on and doing these things for it. And I said, hey, do you think we should change this alternator? It's got one run on it. And this engine's going to go to Sterling Marlin. He said, nah, it'll be all right. And so guess what happened that race day? The alternator failed on the engine. So when I got back to and I was the jack man. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, we were winning the race. We ended up losing the race because of a failed alternator. The battery was draining. So we had to come in and change the battery. And that ruined our day as far as trying to win that race. So when I get back to the shop, you know, of course, one of the first things I said was, hey, uh, what you think about that alternator? And it was like, man, you were right. Um, sorry about that. So that's not something a lot of people know. But, you know, that's been uh, 20 years ago, over 20 years ago now. But, uh, yep, that's the way it goes. As they say, that's racing. So thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe Comment below, uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at DHAMIM, and stay tuned for more every Monday night, chats at 7.30, uh, NASCAR Live Chat with Ham, and I uh, hope everybody has a great week, and I'll see you later on. Good night.